All right, people. So I want to do a thing here. I know I did not get a chance to, you know, do a legit, genuine first time trailer reaction to the Super Mario Brothers movie. And let me just tell y'all, I was sold on that first trailer. But that second trailer that we're about to get into, you know, we're going to do a frame by frame and we're going to talk about Easter eggs. And I'm going to geek out a little bit. You know, because I know some people out there want to know my thoughts on it, uh, you know, that didn't catch my Facebook or Instagram posts or whatever the case may be. We're going to talk about it. But that second trailer we're about to jump into, I, I, it is a regret, people. I don't have many regrets in this lifetime, but it is a regret for me as far as this platform goes that I did not do a trailer reaction to that second trailer. Because when I tell y'all, this may be, it's kind of a cheat code because it's all CG. And it is an adaptation, but it's all CG. It's just like a video game, you know, like for a better system. But this may very well be one of the best video game adaptations of all time that we've seen thus far. Um, and again, I said it's a cheat code because I, a part of me used to want to see a live action Super Mario Brothers movie. But then 1993 or so came around and, you know, they gave us the late great Bob Hoskins and uh john lake wasamo and the late great dennis hopper as king koopa with the fucking uh potato chip ridges you know ruffles hair and we got a yoshi that wasn't green and you know we got a lady with big ass titties that had the rock you know the the the, the rock necklace in between them big ass titties and she was supposed to be the fish from like super mario or like yoshi's island or some shit i don't listen we got that movie you know, I used to want a live action movie until we got that movie. And there was also a part of me that wanted to see something much better than that movie. It, it, that, listen, make no mistake. That first Super Mario Brothers movie is one of the worst fucking video game movies ever made. I don't give a shit. Um, you know, there's a lot of people that have a lot of nostalgia for it. There's there's actually there's actual fans of that movie. And God bless y'all. I'm not one of those people. Um, that movie was so terrible and it's so poorly done. It does not hold up well. The, the only thing in that movie that I remember being video game accurate to a T is the babam, that little ass babam that caused the biggest explosion that we saw in the entire movie. Everything else was a fucking dud, but this here, while it's not an actual live action movie, again, that's why I said it's a cheat code because there's things they can do that they can't do with live action. Um, it's still this trailer looks like it is going to be one of the best adaptations we've ever seen because there's so much here man there's so much here and there wasn't really I, I didn't really have any concerns i was just like okay the super mario brothers movie if they're going full-blown you know animation cg and it's illumination by the way um and it's actually the the animation looks fucking amazing in this movie from top to bottom but um this movie is actually doing what I wanted Sonic the Hedgehog to do. I did not want the Sonic the Hedgehog movie to have human characters. And I felt like if we had human characters, let's take two or three at most, two or three characters and take them out of the real world and let's put them in the zones. Let's put them in Aquatic Ruin. Let's put them in Casino Night. Let's put them at Carnival Night. Let's take let's make let's build this world like this this just amazing world around these characters and let's let everything be cg but i feel like in order to save a lot of money on their car insurance by switching to geico they set sonic and all the rest of the cg characters in the real world but super mario brothers is not doing that man and i feel like they have the upper hand right now as far as video game movies because because it is 
a, a full-blown CG movie, you have the advantage, man. You have the opportunity to do so many things and bring so many things from the game that fans are coming to see. And I'm telling y'all, man, when I was done with that with this trailer here this trailer number two i was just like beside myself i was shouting i was screaming i was laughing genuinely laughing um you know i was just like oh my god there's this and oh my god there's that and oh my god is this and i was i, I felt like a kid again man and i feel like for people in my age bracket that grew up with the super mario brothers games i feel like that's that should be the intention with all these directors, with all these studios, you know, I was just watching a Double Toasted review. Big shout out to Double Toasted, man. One of the best fucking podcasts out there. I was just watching a Double Toasted review where they did a bad movie roast for uh, Street Fighter, The Legend of Chung Lee. And one of the things Corey Coleman, the host of that, uh, one of the hosts of that uh, podcast said was that people are coming to see the video game come to life. And I couldn't agree more with that, man. Um, verbatim. That is exactly what we're trying to see. Of course, you have to build different stories around it, and you might want to add different characters in there, and and, and that's cool. But I, I noticed, even with how accurate this trailer is, there's still a handful of people that are just like, oh, well, Chris Pratt doesn't sound like Mario, and he doesn't sound like an Italian plumber from a fictional game. Can we, can we stop? Can we stop? This is, we could have easily been stuck with that 90s movie. And that's it. They could have been like, you know what? We're done as far as adaptations go with this property. We're going to give y'all games for all these game consoles. But we're not going to give y'all any more movies because that movie just left such a bad taste in everybody's mouth. They could have easily done that. But they didn't. They took the time out to really pay attention to what the fans want and said, let's go full-blown CG. If we got to, if this is, you know the crowd pleaser then let's go with full-blown cg i'm cool with that man i am i for one am not the biggest chris pratt fan in the world i you know i just told myself today after seeing the guardians of the galaxy trailer i'm i, I do plan on doing a frame by frame you know trailer breakdown of that as well because i watched that trailer and i was like wait i can get into this i'm gonna go back and watch the other two movies and the holiday special just so i can appreciate this third movie coming out but i'm not the biggest chris pratt fan in the guardians of the galaxy movies i'm not the biggest fan of him in the jurassic world movies or anything outside of that for that matter i think the biggest fan i've been of chris pratt was when he got slapped in the fucking face by um james uh james mcavoy you know in the wanted movie he slapped him in the face with the keyboard and then the you know the the, the little button spelled fuck you and all that other stuff that was probably one of chris Pratt's best career moments in my opinion but I am willing to become a Chris Pratt fan if this movie is as good as it looks I don't care that he doesn't sound like a video game accurate Mario they're taking liberties with it I feel like Chris Pratt wants to be able to be identifiable as far as voice acting goes and that's fine I don't think there's anything wrong with that and I understand that people are disappointed because they're so attached to the character of Super Mario that they expect him to sound a certain way. I'm cool with that. But if you want to take liberties with the character, cool. Fucking Sonic the Hedgehog. Um, What's his name? Ben Schwartz, I believe that voice actor's name was for the Sonic the Hedgehog movies. That motherfucker didn't sound like Jaleel White. That's the one I'm spoiled with. Um, But I let it slide, man. And I ended up enjoying Sonic 1. Sonic 2, I ended up enjoying way more than I had planned to. It was fucking great. It's a great video game adaptation. And that's what I feel like this movie is going to be. And we've got, um, you know, two directors here. We've got Aaron Hor Horvath and Michael Jelinek. Jelinek? Listen, 
y'all, I'm not going to do this with y'all, all right? I'm not going to play with y'all with these names. Y'all know I'll be fucking up names. But um, we are going to do a frame by frame, people. But before we do that, like I said, we've got Chris Pratt here. Anna, Anya, is it Anya or Anna? We're going to say Anna just to save face. Anna Taylor-Joy, who um, I believe, I want to say she was in the New Mutants. Let me see if she was in the New Mutants real quick. I feel like we've got time, people. This isn't an average trailer reaction here. Um, she was. She was in the New Mutant. She was in The Witch, Queen's Gambit. Uh, I remember her more so from Split. She was in that uh, M. Night Shyamalan movie. Split. We've got uh, her voice in Princess Peach, uh, and she sounds great. Like the voice acting, I I have no problems with any of the voice acting we've heard. By the way, um, Charlie Day is voicing Luigi, and you can't miss Charlie Day's voice, man. He sounded um, really great and frantic as Luigi because there's a, there's a good scene where Bowser is pulling off like one of his mustache hairs and you can tell, oh, if you didn't know, then you know now that that's Charlie Day. Speaking of Bowser, Jack Black is doing a good job with that voice. Keegan-Michael Key is Toad and I completely fucking forgot that that was Toad. Oh shit, Seth Rogen's Donkey Kong. You've got, um, Fred Armisen, Cranky Kong. He's the guy that was on, uh, He's the guy that was on a, 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 a Euro trip. He's like Siskuzi, Siskuzi, that freak ass dude that every time they went in the, in the train tunnels, he was you know taking his fucking clothes off, dancing the hot stuff and all that shit. Carrie, uh, Carrie Payton is the Penguin King's voice, and I did not know that. That's Ezekiel for all you Walking Dead fans out there. And um, I, listen, voice animation is stacked to the ceiling. I'm I'm not mad at it. I'm cool with it. But people. Let's do this frame by frame. Uh, we're not going to do... I, I know we're not going to get to talk about everything in this episode, but I at least wanted to, you know, um, do a service to the show and actually talk about this movie because of how I reacted to it the first time watching it. So let's let's jump into it, people. Now here, of course, this is this Mario, like, all right, man, gotta whoop his ass. Gotta whoop his ass. Gotta whoop his ass. This is like Gladiator. This is a Gladiator Coliseum moment right here. All right, now I know that now we got to stop it right there. We're stopping this very early on. I know there's a lot of people, like I said, that are not fans of Chris Pratt's adaptation uh, or version of this voice, whatever you want to call it. Um, the Let's Go, I'm not gonna hold y'all. There's an app I have on my phone where I've got all these old Nintendo 64 games, and I just literally, after watching this trailer the other day, played Super Mario 64, and that is one of the one of the things super mario says when you press start he's like let's go and it's like it's different it's different but i'm i'm cool with chris pratt doing this voice i i sound like i'm trying to convince my goddamn self but by the way man let me just say this we're not going to make the whole focal point um you know chris pratt you know taking liberties with the voice but here this is not only a nod because we've got Donkey Kong. I did not expect to see Donkey Kong in this movie, but we've got Donkey Kong in this movie. That is not only a nod to the, you know, the old school. I, I, I believe Super Mario was a, was introduced in the first Donkey Kong game before he got his spinoff. I'm not sure. And that shows what type of fan I am. I know there's people out there listening like this motherfucker should know this shit already. But I'm not sure. I know Donkey Kong and Mario have been affiliated for years before they've gotten their you know, um, other adventurous games, but this is also a nod to, uh, I, I think the Super Smash Brothers games, because, you know, Mario fights, Donkey Kong fights, there's a bunch of Nintendo characters that, that fight, but this, this shit right here, 
everybody's cheering for Mario, and Donkey Kong just catches him like. Mm-mm-mm-mm. And I'm not gonna lie, that reminded me of um the first thing I thought of when I was laughing my ass off when Donkey Kong was slapping Mario up. Like they should have played "Slap My Bitch Up" from Charlie's Angels, but the first thing I thought of was when. Hulk in that first Avengers movie grabs Loki and just slams his ass all up and down that fucking uh all up and down that room. That's the first thing I thought of. But I love that scene because you want Super Mario to be super. You want him to do the things that he does in the game, but I love that Mario has to get his feet wet in this movie. You know, you see what is pretty much a training session um later on in the trailer that we're gonna talk about, but I, I love that he's just not Super Mario right away, right off the bat. He is he is what you would expect from an uh, actual live-action movie. You don't want Super Mario to just eat a mushroom and start fucking shit up. No, he has to become who he is, who we know him to be, you know, as the movie progresses. And I like that. It's, it's, it's a, it makes for a good, like, do I dare say origin story? Um, we'll, we'll just use that for now. Sure you know got Bowser and Luigi here. Hold on. You got all, all the fucking, this shot right here. I paused it at the perfect moment. Speaking of the bomb, you've got two of the uh, the Koopa Troopers holding the bombs. You've got those motherfuckers with the uh, with the with the red hoods on, with the little assassins, the scary ass assassin mask on from Super Mario Brothers. Are they in Super Mario Brothers one? I mainly remember them Super Mario Brothers two, and they are in the first level, and they're definitely in that level. A lot of these motherfuckers spit out um, bullets at you. Not, I, I think it's the gray ones. They got the gray robes on. But the ones in the red robes, they always scared the fuck out of me. They little creepy sons of bitches, man. But you got the Koopa Troopers with the red shells, with the green shells. You've got the Goombas in the mix. You've got, um, I see one of the Venus flytrap plants in the background. You've got just, I love this shot, this moment of all the goons congregating, man. And I hope that we get like some little scattered kind of talking over each other type of dialogue in this sequence. I can, I hope we get that, yo. I really do. Let's keep it going. Wow, uh, yay. But there's one problem. There's a... By the way, the Mushroom Kingdom looks fucking... Listen, this is just to piggyback off the fact that the animation in this movie is top fucking notch for me. Um, but the Mushroom Kingdom looks amazing. It looks beautiful. This is... This made me... The animation and how this trailer is put together and how this movie looks overall, this shit made me make a list of animated films for commentary's sake, yo. I, I need to get back into animation. The most I watch of animation nowadays is, is you know, when I have my daughter with me. She loves this animation shit. She just had me watching Wendell and Wild, I, Wild, I think the movie was. Whatever the Key and Peele movie is. Um, and I wasn't really much into it, but... There's always one movie that makes me want to go back and appreciate everything that I slept on of its of its uh you know of its caliber to, to, so to speak. Um, so I, this shit is making me want to get back into so many animation movies. But let's let's keep it going. I love how Luigi just like yeah. If you didn't know that was Charlie Day, then you know now. Anna Taylor Joy, she does. Her voice sounds great as Peach. Are going to stop that monster. How? Look at us. We're adorable. <laughs> this shit right here, people. This shot 
right here. It's Mario, it's Peach. I, I'm pretty sure Toad's in the mix somewhere, but this looks like a training session. You've got the stairs that just collapse. You've got the pipes that you run through. You've got everything. You've got those red fucking uh, sticks of doom. Like they're made of these little ball stick jaws. I don't know what the fuck they are, but the, the jaws that... Um, the things that are in the in Koopa's castle, and I, oh my god, I can't remember the name of these things, but I know it's in Koopa's castle for sure because in that first game you got that frantic ass music that's like and you've got those fire sticks that are just fireballs on a stick. You've got those. You've got oh my god damn, I love this shot so fucking much, man. This is one of the reasons why I I cannot wait to get to visual podcasting for the most part uh because i wish you guys could just see the frame i'm talking about i know the fans of 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 the the i was about to say the fans of the movie but the game and you know if you broke this trailer down like i'm going to after this episode then you know exactly the shot i'm talking about i love this fucking shot i got this no problem Mm -hmm. And this, you've got, they got the fish, the fish that I want to say they were in the first game, but I definitely know that they're in Super Mario World and Yoshi's Island, or not Yoshi's Island, but Super Mario World, where they're cross, you're crossing the bridge in in uh, in in one of those stages, and the flying fish that are a pain in it. Listen, the flying fish are a pain in my ass, man. Like as a Super Mario fan and as somebody who grew up on the games, let me just let me just say this: I did give up on the property at some point, and it wasn't because I was tired of the property. It's just because I couldn't keep up. You know, Super Mario Odyssey. I wasn't going to get a GameCube. I hated that fucking game system. Um, I'd rather buy a PlayStation. As blasphemous as it may sound, I, I I don't like PlayStation all that much. I'm an Xbox guy, but I was not about to get a GameCube. I, you know, I would have got a PlayStation Two for all of that. But, uh, you know, all the Mario games that came out for uh, for GameCube and my daughter has Super Mario Brothers on the Switch and all types of shit, man. I think I had given up around the time of like Mario Party 3 or something like that. If it wasn't, you know, the Nintendo 64 were probably my final days of um, Super Mario Brothers because after that I had got a Dreamcast and I was into Sonic Adventure and stuff. But um, I'm glad they got this, this, this flying fish sequence. I'm glad that we are they're going to be doing some traveling in this movie man and i'm glad that we're not just it's not limited to just one place um there's going to be so many uh landscapes from the game that we're going to get to see so many fucking characters and just little quips and shit from the it's amazing that right there that right there mario in the suit in the suit we want it listen if it ain't the frog suit then it's gotta be this suit, and I love. Oh my god, I want to. I want to see what leads up to him getting this suit. Now, if I'm not mistaken, that was introduced in Super Mario Brothers Three. This might be a little blasphemous too. Uh, this might come as a shock to some of my listeners and the Mario Brothers fans out there. Um, I was not a big fan of Super Mario Brothers Three. I my favorite as far as the old school games go, prior to you know the Nintendo 64, Mario Kart, and Mario Party, and Mario 64. My favorite of the OG games was Super Mario Brothers 2. I love how weird it is. I love that you just pick up radishes and shit from underground and you can throw them at the 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 the, the goons and shit like that. I love the bosses. The bosses spit them eggs out at you or throw bombs and you can jump on top of them and throw them back. 
I love Super Mario Brothers 2. Super Mario Brothers 3 was when shit started to get a little complicated for me. Like, even the fucking son hated you. Like, as far like if, as if Mario didn't have enough fucking problems as is, the son hated Mario and Super Mario Brothers 3, and that shit pissed me off. I did like the little Piccadilly Pairs uh, mini-games that they introduced in that bullshit, but... I, I, it's good to see the suit because there's a lot of fans of Super Mario Brothers 3. A lot of fans. That is considered a game changer as far as the series goes for a lot of people. So I'm glad that they're getting their comeuppance with uh with Mario in the suit too. That shit right there. Princess Peach grabbing the fire out of the fucking fireball plant. Oh my god, the firepower plant. It looks amazing. It look. I, I, listen. There's a huge and listen, what type of training? First of all. I know Mario is wet behind the ears in this. And like I said, that makes for a good origin for the character. We don't want him to be super right away. We want him to gradually get there so we can root for him and root for him and root for him. However, what the fuck? What, like, was, was Princess Peach in, in these streets? Was she in these streets because, excuse me, she knows how to do everything. She just grabs that fire out of that plant like, yeah, Mario, you know, no big deal. No pressure. She's going to say that shit to him at some point. She knows how to do everything in this Mushroom Kingdom. That shit. Oh my god. Let me go back a frame or two, people. Let me right there. Yoshi's multi Oh my god. People, listen, understand something, right? The original Super Mario Brothers movie. There was a lot wrong with it. And I feel like that's an understatement because that movie is a shit show. One of the main things that always bothered me in that first Super Mario Brothers movie was the fact that they fucked up Yoshi. Yoshi looked like a fucking prop that they used on Carnosaur 6 from the 90s. And that shit looked terrible. Now, yeah, Yoshi, they tried to make him cute and he wanted to save Peach and he got stabbed in his leg and he had he was all shackled like a prisoner, but that's not my Yoshi. That was when I became that that uh, you know, that whiny ass brat of a fan that we see on social media 24/7 in this day and age. That was not hashtag not my motherfucking Yoshi. And they didn't even make them green. Now, granted, there is multicolored Yoshis running around all throughout Yoshi's Island. As we see here in this shot, this is a beautiful fucking shot of all the Yoshis, all the different colors, the pink ones, the blue ones, the yellow ones, the red ones. They all do different shit. Some of them eat shit and they spit out fire. Some of them eat shit. They spit out shells. Some of them eat shit and grow wings. I love that they included this man this is for the super mario brother super mario world and yoshi's island fans out there man they are the fan service is there that's why i keep saying i don't understand how people can just the voice of mario is just the, the game you know the game changer the deal breaker for them it's like part of me understands but they're giving you everything else they're taking liberties with mario and luigi's voice cool they they i Listen, let's consider them artistic liberties. It's like what an artist does. Mario's not going to look the, the exact same way in every fucking game. Um, same thing with like Sonic. Same thing with Crash Bandicoot. All our little favorite animated mascots from these game consoles back in the day, they're going to change over time, man. And God damn it, if Chris Pratt is taking liberties with the voice and we're getting all of this to, to, to you know, in, com you know compensation-wise, I'm cool with that. I will not complain about that shit at all that uh koopa i love this shot of mario grabbing luigi's hand like that no pressure Ooh, this listen this right here people 
this is when I lost my shit. Um, as if they didn't give us everything we wanted before. Y'all gonna cap the trailer off with Mario Kart on Rainbow Road, my nigga? Listen, I I am a Mario Kart fan. Um, I used to like I. It's one of those games I used to recommend back in the day. I'd be like, "Yo, you trying to play Mario Kart?" Like I don't do that a lot with. Like I feel like I used to do that with Left 4 Dead, and I used to do that with Halo games. I know I'm a spank ass at, but Mario Kart was one of those games where it's like, listen, we can either race or we can do battle whatever i'm with whatever but you going after everything they've given us after all the fan service all the easter eggs they whoever put this trailer together bravo and you need a raise because this is how you end the trailer off it's like oh my god because i feel like you had people out there that were satisfied but maybe they were still complaining a little bit in the back of their minds like damn man i wish they would have kept mario kart in there or they would have included mario kart in there somewhere boom here you have it. Mario's got like, is this going to be the end of the movie? If this is the end of the movie or if this is a whole sequence in like the middle of the movie at some point, I'm cool with that. Um, but it'd be so dope. How dope would it be that this is the end of the movie? Um, I don't think like realistically, I don't think this is going to be the end of the movie. Why would they spoil the end? They might have something that's going to set up, um, you know, the, the later films in the, in, in the franchise, because this is going to be a franchise. This is going to be a fucking hit, man. I feel like, um, not only are people, you know, that grew up with the games like me going to see this, but we're also taking our kids to see shit like this. Uh, and it's going to introduce a whole new generation of fans to Super Mario Brothers, man. Like there's a lot of kids out there who won't know, who won't recognize anything from this movie. But I feel like visually, like on the eyes, it's going to be just as good for them as if they did know, uh, you know, the source material, man. But this Mario Kart shit, this was chef's kiss type of business right here man yes and rainbow road looks fucking beautiful by the way yep 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 and then you know they they had him say uh i always thought it was biahu i don't know but they had him say that that's straight out of super mario uh 64 at least I think that's where it started because I, you know, I know when you jump three times, he says that he's like, Yahoo. And they act like, listen, if he's taking liberties with the voice, that's the closest we're going to get, or that's the closest we got. Um, cause of course we didn't see the movie yet and we don't know what other liberties he's going to take or what other, uh, nostalgic sounds he's going to bring to the voice. But as far as the trailer goes, they gave you some classic Mario sound and shit. That is uh Chris Pratt saying, look, I know I'm taking liberties with it, but I'll give you guys something. Now I hope we get more of that. If we don't, it's not going to, it's not going to take away from the film for me. Cause like I said, uh, I, I'm, I'm cool with them switching Mario's voice up a little bit. It makes it, it makes it more realistic in a way. Um, I, because let's be real. If you wanted a live action Super Mario Brothers movie, do you want fucking uh, actor to sound just like the video game version of him? No, you're not going to take it seriously. And people are still going to complain about that. They're going to be like, oh, well, that guy just sounded ridiculous forgetting that this shit is a super mario brothers movie at the end of the day i just feel like it's no pleasing people but i listen man do we have anything at the end of this show? i think we do let me see oh never mind uh, i thought there was a as many times as i watched it you would think i knew that there wasn't a stinger at the end of it it just says april um real 3d and imax i can only imagine how this shit's gonna look in 3d and imax but 
Listen, people, um, you know, we're almost half hour into this, man. I didn't talk y'all ears off. I just wanted to do a frame by frame and just geek out for a little bit and just actually discuss what we got here in the second trailer, man. And I am so pleased. I am so satisfied with this uh, with this trailer, man. Now, while I do wish that we got a live action version, I feel like they're going to pull off shit here that wouldn't have worked in a live action version. Um, you know, I feel. I feel like if a live action Super Mario Brothers movie in 2023, um, because that's when the movie comes out. I know I'm not thinking that, you know, I'm not we're not in the future. God damn it. I know what the fuck I'm talking about. I know it comes out in April of next year. But if we're if we did a live action Super Mario Brothers movie in 2023 and you had these real actors with special effects behind them trying to blend it in, uh, Mario Kart racing on Rainbow Road, it probably would have looked a bit ridiculous. Uh, maybe they could have sold it, depending on who was behind it, as far as a live action adaptation goes. But it's more passable when you pull it off with a movie like this. And I am so fucking proud that they decided to to to, to you know make the decision to make this live. Uh, uh, I'm sorry, not live action, but you know, full blown CG, man. And um, I, I do feel like the the voice casting was it wasn't too concerning, but I looked at it. I was like, well, this is interesting. But I one of the things I'm learning more and more every day, you know, uh, I'm not a perfect podcaster by any means. So one of the things I am learning more and more every day is to just be more open minded to, you know, whether it's directing whether it's voice acting whether it's something being uh cg as opposed to live action i have to learn i have to learn to give things a chance prime example guardians of the galaxy volume three i i just said uh earlier i want to do an episode on that a frame by frame episode kind of like this where i do talk about the things that i loved about that trailer my first time watching it or, or things i loved about that trailer my first time watching it um so I, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I love the journey, you know, and I, I say all that to say this. While there were minor, minor, little small concerns in the back of my mind, uh, I am so glad that we're getting this. You know, I feel like this year, next year in particular, it is going to be a good time for movies like this. Um, I said in my trailer reaction yesterday i believe it was either for transformers or um indiana jones and the, the the dial of the soap or some shit like that y'all can check out either trailer reaction if y'all want but i remember saying something in one of those episodes where i said i i want everybody to get back to the time where we could just turn our brains off and enjoy popcorn films i i will hate for people to walk out of this movie talking about oh the writing's terrible and the voice acting could have been better like Go into it expecting exactly what is sold to you. And I feel like you would enjoy the movie a lot better. That goes for a lot of movies, man. I'm so proud of Hollywood getting back to popcorn movies, man. Just fun movies. We don't always need something that has to win a fucking award. We don't always need a fucking slavery biopic or something that, you know, like we don't always need fucking uh, Black Swan and all this other shit. Like sometimes people just want to have fun and go Mario Kart racing on Rainbow Road on Yoshi's Island or some shit like that. I don't know. I'm glad we're getting this, man. I'm appreciative because I know where we've been. You know, I'm one of those types of fans 
and just movie buffs in general, where I know where we've been. And if you look back, and if all we had was, you know, Super Mario Brothers 93 or whenever it came out, people would be pissed. People would be pissed, like, yeah, they didn't make a movie yet. And now that we get one, people, there's people out there that are still complaining. I feel like, and I'm not saying we should take everything thrown at us. I'm not saying that at all. That's what separates the fans from the fanboys. I'm just saying. Let's appreciate the fact that we're. this is the closest we are getting to a Super Mario Brothers movie. I don't know if it's fan films out there or what, but I feel like, um, you know, Sonic did so well and Sonic 2 did even better, if I'm not mistaken, that that opened up the door for these little guys. It opened up the door for these motherfuckers, man. You know, I said this earlier, the Sonics, the Marios, the Crash Bandicoots. I still want a Toe Jam and Earl live action movie. If it can't be live action... Of course, everything can't be live action. Toe Jam and Earl had to be CG. But let's take the fucking Super Mario Brothers movie approach and get a Toe Jam and Earl movie. I want to see Arrow the Acrobat. I want to see Green Dog. I want to see Yo Noid. Get the fucking 7-Up Spot mascot. Like, all these little guys, I want to see them on screen. I feel like the door is open for these video game movies to take liberties and get better and better and better because... We gotta face facts. There was a time where these video game adaptations were garbage, well into the 2000s, man. And I feel like we just need to put a lot more spec on the fact that these directors, these studios are actually trying now. They're putting way more effort into these video game movies than they ever have, honestly. Tomb Raider, I'm not the biggest fan of the game, the Angelina Jolie movie, or the Alicia Vikander reboot. But the Alicia Vikander reboot, I respect it because that is the closest you're going to get to these most recent Tomb Raider games, man. They are putting a lot of effort, uh, time and effort and fucking money because these shits are expensive. Um, They're putting a lot into these, man. Uh, They're paying attention to what the fans want. You know, uh, Jeff Fowler, the director of Sonic, they went as far as to redesign Sonic after the fans were just fucking outraged at the design. And, um... I don't think that's going to be the case here. I don't think they're going to go back in post-production and, you know, fix Mario's voice. I think they're very comfortable with what Chris Pratt's doing here. And, you know, kudos to them for doing that. But we really need to um, appreciate the fact that these creators are taking the time out to make these things as close as the game as close to the games as they possibly can because in the 90s they wouldn't have gave a fuck man you look at shit like double dragon even as much fun as i have with street fighter it's a stupid bad movie but you know they street fighter they didn't give a fuck about the game for the most part paul ws anderson he took liberties with that first mortal kombat movie and then we finally got a mortal kombat movie that was as close to the later games as we've gotten and people still complain oh the story's this and the story. you're not going for the story you're going for the rated R shit and the fatalities. That's what you're going for because that's the shit we didn't get in 95. Like, he, let's keep it a beam, man. We have to stop bullshit and we know what we're going for. And I feel like when we get it, we still find reasons to complain. But um, that ain't me, people. Uh, 34 minutes and some change into this. That is not me. I cannot wait for this movie. April, uh, you know, shout out to Chris Pratt and company and uh, uh, Anna Taylor-Joy and Jack Black and Keegan-Michael Key and shout out to the directors Aaron Horvath and Michael Jelinek. Um, I can't wait to see this, people, but y'all already know where to go, man. And if y'all don't, y'all can follow the podcast on Anchor, Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Breaker, Radio, Public, Podbean, 
and Podcast Addict. Shout out to Anchor. Follow me on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok, Romero Tudor. Shout out to the Facebook movie group, The Cinemaniacs. And shout out to the Facebook movie groups, The Horror Virus and Movie Preview Review. And last but certainly not least, shout out to the Tudor reviewers, the listeners, the lovers, the supporters out there. Happy Friday to everybody, man. Like I said, it is new month, December, sad season birthday month man birthday is next week actually next sunday man so you know you guys feel free to drop me a thousand dollars if you want to um i feel like that's not even half the money they spent on this movie but no um in all seriousness much better vibes much better moods um that's all we're on all december long christmas commentaries are definitely approaching i actually want to do one tonight I'm tempted to do Home Alone, but I feel like that's too spot on. I feel like I should save that for, you know, towards the end, not towards the end of the month, but maybe more so towards um, Christmas. I, I I don't know, people. I really wish that fucking Grinch movie was out, man, because I would do commentary for that. Um, the Grinch movie, you got the mean one, that that uh, Grinch movie coming out. You've got the movie with David Harbour that's Christmas themed. Uh, people are comparing that shit to Die Hard. What is it called? A Violent Night or something like that. And you've, we've got a movie. I can't remember what it's called. But there's like an animatronic Santa Claus that's just running around killing everybody. And I'm like, listen, let's fucking go. Like, let's keep the horror themed Christmas movies coming, man, because I feel like we need a new wave of those to be considered classics. We can't always just talk about the Black Christmases and, you know, stuff like that. I mean, Krampus is considered, uh, you know, a new wave or for the most part, new wave, you know, Christmas horror classic. So Krampus is definitely on the list, people. But yeah. More content to come, man. More content to come. Hope you all enjoyed this. And definitely go check out the, you know, my trailer reaction I did the other day for uh, Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny and um, Transformers Rise of the Beast. Both those trailers I enjoyed very fucking much. And if y'all have not seen them, please do yourself a favor and watch them. Because like I said, popcorn movies are back. Blockbuster movies are coming back uh, stronger than ever, man. And I can't wait. But y'all already know the love and support that y'all show me. I show it back to y'all tenfold and then some. So with that being said, people... Yours truly, Romero Tudor. Another episode of Tudor Reviews in the can. I'll check y'all on the next one.